It is Thursday, December 15th, 2022. This is another edition of Baseball Today. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. Producer Dan along for the ride as well, as we are now uh, a little bit more than a week away from Christmas. You got all your shopping done? You finished? Uh, I'd love to say yes. I do not. I have my ideas. I have to go get some stuff. I think even today I might have mm. to go do it. It's it's tough, man. I It always sneaks up on you. Why does Christmas so sneaky? Well, it's actually you got your stuff done? Year. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. In fact, I gave Michelle her big gift already because we have a holiday party we have to attend. And I was hoping that she would wear her gift. Wow. Tonight, it unfortunately does not go great with the outfit she's wearing. So I you think got her a purse, did. didn't you? No, I didn't get her a purse. Oh, okay. Got her, got her some nice earrings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was very surprised, and she was like, "Take them back." <laughs> hey, welcome to baseball today, where we talk about fashion and a little yes. baseball. Yes. Well, you know who can afford many, 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 many pairs of earrings or whatever yes. he wants to get his bride and his unborn great, 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 great grandchildren is Carlos <laughs> Correa. He's the reason I'm wearing a San Francisco Giants lid on the show today. 13 years for 350. Um, is this the smartest move that the Giants could have made? Or do you feel that they hit the panic button after Aaron Judge said, thanks, I'm going back to the Bronx? Uh, clearly, this isn't like, hey, man, like let's save some money and try to like develop this one specific talent of this one specific player to pair with this other guy. No, that's not what this is. This is real deal. Go out and get your star type stuff. And for that reason, I'll say it is a smart move because this is a league where you need stars, especially in a market like San Francisco. So, yeah, did they miss out on Judge? Great. But I think either you and I talked about this or maybe it was Jimmy and I talked about this. I, I think Carlos Correa is more of a help to the Giants than Aaron Judge would be just because of mm -hmm. the defense up the middle that he brings. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. I'm not so sure. But I like this deal for them. And maybe they won't be so competitive next year, Chris, in 2023. I mean, there's a chance of that, but this sets them up. They have a long run building around Carlos now. And I think that's kind of more of what they're thinking here is we got our guy. Let's build around him. It's a pretty decent free agent class coming next year too with Shohei Otani. Okay. Yeah. My guy, Reese Hoskins. There's lots of guys that are going to be available next year. Manny Machado, ever heard of him? So I think it sets them up for the future and I'm going to get, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them an a minus for this move. So I think it is very smart. I think it's, I think it's the move to make really. Um, you're right. You need part of the reason you need stars is because other players, other great players like playing with other great players. Yeah. It's that simple. Um, he is a, an excellent baseball player. Now, he's a, he had only one top five MVP finish. He's never a guy that hits – he hasn't come close to hitting 30 homers. I think 26 is the most decent in the season. But he is very dependable when he's in the lineup. He's had – a little earlier in his career, he had some injury issues. But he is a massive war dude in part because of the position he plays. And he plays it at an elite level. And he'll be – I believe he'll be 28 next year at some point during the season. So he still has plenty of years at shortstop. And, oh, by the way, at some point, you're not going to mind paying him as a third baseman or something else. And 
he is almost an 850 OPS with nearly 20 postseason home runs. So when they do get back to that promised land, you've got a guy who can say, follow me, follow me. So I, and I'm sick of the Giants acting like kind of a mid market team. I'm sick of everyone acting like that. Let's go open the checkbook up. Let's sign some players. What this also does, Chris, is it renews that rivalry. I know we had it in 2021 when both teams mm-hmm. won 107 games, 106 games, whatever it was. That was fun. But like the hate between the two teams is now like it's it's here and it's entertaining. And when it's all said and done, this is an entertainment business, man. And this is like that you couldn't draw it up better for the Dodgers-Giants rivalry. This is the biggest villain playing on the rivalry team, the rival team. Yeah, that part's true. The thing is that the Giants have got to get better. Now, I think they will definitely be better as long as Mitch Hanniger stays on the field. I like the stripling signing. I don't know what Sean Manai is at this point in his career. Uh, They do have some other veteran pitchers. You know, uh, Logan Webb is turning into a top-of-the-rotation guy. I like him a lot. Alex Wood has, has... you know, been up and down in part because of injuries throughout his career, but he's a solid pitcher. Uh, Dace Clefani is still there. So they're going to be better than 81 and 81. They're not going to get close to the Dodgers, in my opinion, or probably not even the Padres. But what this is, is a building block and a stepping stone. And in a few years, I think if the Giants push the right buttons, whether that's Shohei or somebody else, that yes, I think Dodgers Giants has a chance to be what it was. I think it already is with him. Just with him alone, it already renews. Yeah, it adds to it. Yeah, it adds to it. So good move by them. Good move. By the way, the Giants only have forty million guaranteed on the books, twenty twenty four. So you know, let's go, let's go. Start acting like a big boy again. And this is a nice start for them. Uh, Dansby Swanson now is the last big remaining free agent shortstop out there. When it's all said and done, what uniform is he wearing? You know I hate these questions. You know I hate these questions. Well, this is a great, I mean, it's a logical question. So what do you hate about it? Because there's a lot of teams that are bidding for his services right now. You know, if you read up on Dansby, you know, the Cubs are in the mix. They seem like everyone's saying they're the front runners, but who knows, okay? But then the Braves should be in the mix. The Dodgers should be in the mix. My twins should be in the mix. The Red Sox should be in the mix. So, like, there's a lot of teams that can use this guy. Okay, so which one's he going to? I hope he goes back to the Braves. If it ain't broke, don't break it. You know what I'm saying? Like, get this guy back, run it back, and let's go. I think he might have priced himself out. If it ain't broke, don't break it is not the same. Yeah, Little Wayne said that. Don't fix it. No, Little Wayne. No, see, I don't know what that one is. I know what Little Wayne said, and he said exactly what I said. (laughs) The Braves should bring him back. I really, I really think so. And like, and maybe he's priced out of of their market, which is whatever. I don't believe that. But these guys have made a lot of money. The other three shortstops, so his price has risen. I think it makes the most sense for him to go back there. I would love to see him there. I'd love to see him in the Dodgers. But people get mad when we we always said go to the Dodgers, go to the Dodgers, and people get mad about that. But I think that's a good fit too. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna the last say two years they've lost Seeger and Turner, so there's a there's a vacancy there. I'm gonna have to answer your question, or else you get mad at me. Yes, I think he ends up back with the Braves. I correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel like he is more? 
he's a better player for the Atlanta Braves than he would be for any of the other teams out there. Doesn't it feel like if you get Dansby Swanson as solid a baseball player as it's been, if you're a Red Sox, Twins, even Dodgers fan, it almost feels like, well, we didn't get any of the big three shortstops out there, so we got Dansby Swanson. I know it sounds horrible, but that's what it feels like. And I I hate to say that, but am I wrong? Um, The media has been pushing that narrative that he's number four of the four shortstops. The guy had a 5-7 well, war last year. I think they're all great players. I don't think that this is some consolation prize to get him. I don't. I think that he does different things than the other guys, you know, and and I, I understand that like maybe the consistency of his play hasn't been there over the course of the six years he's been in the league. But if you look at what he's done lately, I mean, five, seven war last year, that's elite. I, I know, but let's just, let's be fair and honest about this, right? Trey Turner does a ton of other things, right? He can beat you with his legs. He's a he's a good glove man. Dansby, Dansby stole top. 18 bases last year. Okay, that's he's not Trey Turner with his legs. Can we agree on that? Okay. Okay. He's not Carlos Correa. He doesn't have that pedigree. He's an outstanding defender, but we even both feel like, I don't want to speak for you, but I think I will here, that Carlos Correa is a better shortstop defensively. I think I think they're all comparable. I think except I think Xander's probably the 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 least I'm talking strictly about Dansby I'm comparing Dansby to each one of the guys I I understand that I think I think him Trey Turner and Carlos Gray all play a hell of a shortstop okay and then Xander is a is a better batsman than Dansby Swanson has been he's just been more consistent over the years he doesn't have as much pop I don't think but you know for a guy who he needs to put it in play he can do all that he's just steady Eddie the whole way so, yeah, he does feel a little bit like a consolation prize. Now, if you want to make the argument that I'd rather have Dansby Swanson at $180 million than Carlos Correa at $350, I'll listen to that all day. Or Trey Turner at $300 or Bogarts at $280. I'll listen to all of that. But if we're strictly talking about the talent here and measuring it up, you got to be fair. I don't know. I, I don't know if I totally agree with all that. Um, I think he's I think he's in line. I think his walk rate needs to improve. Once you once the walk rate improves, and if we can get that there, then that puts him up another tier. And then I mean, as you get older and more plate appearances, that happens. He's not 23. 28. Okay. This guy's gonna command I, a seven, uh, eight, I am rooting to 10 year deal, man. So like there's time for improvement. Yeah. There really is. I'm rooting for him to get a massive amount of money. And I would like to, I think he'll stay in Atlanta because I think he's more valuable to the Braves than any other team that would be pursuing him. That's me. That's my feeling. I could be wrong. So that's just the way it is. That's all. Uh, Today's edition of Baseball Today is presented to you by our friends over at True Classic. Go to trueclassic.com slash today. You're going to get 25% off. You heard Plouffe say he's struggling a little bit with his shopping If you are like Trevor Plouffe, and I know that there's a lot of you that A, are, or B, want to be like B, Plouffe, then go out and get that someone special in your life, a true classic tee. I've been wearing these for months and months and months on end. I told you I'm that guy who, when I open up my closet, I got all my t-shirts categorized by color. And so that's where True Classic has done an amazing job. I've got kind of the 
grayish blue one. I've got the full gray one. I've got the black one. So whatever outfit, whatever mood I'm feeling in, I go true classic, true classic, true classic. It's that good. It has already helped more than 2 million men look great in their tees. We want to save you the big time dough. We're talking about elite t-shirts out there, the way they taper at the bottom. You know, whenever I throw one on and I haven't seen friends for a while, they go, if you drop some weight, I say, no, actually, I found some weight, but I look good. Why? Because it is true classic and the true classic tee. They've got everything for the tall people out there. They've got some for the big fellas. They work their way all the way up to triple XL as well. So I want you to work your way on over to the website, trueclassic.com slash today. You're going to get 25% off of your order just in time for the holidays. On top of that, oh, ho oh, oh, ho, a little free shipping included on purchases over 100 bucks. So feel good about yourself. Look great, courtesy of True Classic. All right, we continue on. The Dodgers have been rather quiet here in the offseason, but they did add to their rotation yesterday as they picked up. Free agent pitcher Noah Syndergaard, a one-year, $13 million deal with some goodies thrown in on top. How confident are you that the Dodgers can do for Syndergaard what they did for the likes of Tyler Anderson and Andrew Heaney? Um, I'm not super confident because those guys had specific things the Dodgers tried to exploit, basically. You know, Heaney with the swing and miss stuff. Let's throw your slider this way, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they have some stuff on Thor they want to try out. I think this is more of like, hey, this is the year after the year after Tommy John. You know, like I've always thought the year after Tommy John is tough for pitchers. Then Justin Verlander comes and wins the freaking Cy Young. I think he's an outlier. Well, he's a freak. He's a freak. Most guys come back and they're hesitant and, you know, they just don't have the conviction on their pitches. Now, Thor, he pitched okay last year. I think he ended up throwing 140 innings, somewhere right around there. So he stayed healthy, and mm-hmm. which is a good thing. That's basically what you want the year after Tommy John. Let's go throw some, throw the pill around a little bit and stay healthy. And then year two, you know, ramp things up. I think that's what the Dodgers are banking on. They're getting them at a discounted price and they only need them to be like a back of the rotation type of piece. Like they have some depth there. A lot of it is, A lot of them have injury concerns, same with Thor, but I think that's all they need him to be. And that is similar to Andrew Heaney and Tyler Anderson, but I think things are going to be a little bit different in the way they approach it. I don't think they're going to try to exploit one thing and and, and do that. I think it's just them banking that he's going to have that conviction. He's going to be a little bit more healthy, and then we could ride some innings out of it. But I think it's a good signing. Yeah, I think the way you're seeing it is exactly right. I think it's actually a bigger move for Noah Syndergaard than it is for the Dodgers. Um, I'll make this prediction that he won't be in their postseason rotation. Uh, I think that he would be a guy who would fill the gaps uh, from, you know, April through September, who would get some innings. Last year was good for him. He made almost 25 starts coming off the kind of some lost seasons. And uh, will he ever get back to Thor, like when he was blowing cheese and throwing it, you know, guys' heads in the 2015 World Series? No. I don't think he will, unfortunately. Um, I don't think we'll see that strikeout rate return with him. I think it's a good landing spot for him. Um, yeah, I just wouldn't be confident. But see, Anderson, what, turned it into three years and almost $40 million, and mm-hmm. he, and he turned it into a couple and 25 mil. I could see that happening for a guy like Noah Syndergaard, getting a multi-year deal if he gets in the hands of the right people there in Dodger land. And, you know, I, it's funny because when he first came on the scene, 
we're thinking, oh my God, that's a hundred million dollar pitcher. You just look at him and you're like, oh, did you ever, ever have a chance to stand in against him? I'm not sure. I don't remember. We played the Mets in Minnesota on like these snowy days. And I think we faced Harvey and maybe not Thor. I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. Dan, why don't you look that up? You're the producer here. I want to play guess that career earning with Syndergaard because you just brought it up. You go first. So, well, last year he got what, 19 mil. And that's far and away the most. I think it was 20 something last year. No, maybe 21. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, not maybe 21. Yet. Okay. So I'm going to say, are we including this year salary? Sure. All right. So that throws another 13 on top of it. So he's at right around 35 there. I'm going to say he's at uh, 58. I'll take 59. Okay. Price is right to you right there. Yeah, it is. You. Oh, you. We both lost fifty. Fifty. But then Did I you, guess you add. Wait, then you add. That's for, that's through last year. So you had the thirteen, then sixty-three. So I win. So we're right in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's bullshit. What you did, by the way. <laughs> I'm not going to play games with you if you're going to do that. That's some bullshit. Good for Thor. Good for Thor. He's going to be in LA, soaking it all up. You know, there's a lot of. A lot of things I feel like Thor likes about Los Angeles, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, he feels L.A. And then you and I will get to see him because we're going to go to a lot more Dodger games this year. I I would agree with all that. All right, let's move on to the Boston Red Sox. They have dabbled in free agency, right? They've added to their bullpen with Kenley and with Martin. Um, you know, they added Yoshida to their outfield slash DH mix. It cost them 105 when you consider the uh, posting fee as well. And Heim Bloom says the Red Sox are, quote, very, very actively exploring the trade market. In your opinion, will Boston pull a wow move? Who are they going to go get? That's what I, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah, obviously anyone can trade for anyone at any point, basically after you know before the trade deadline. But like, they need they need according to what a lot of the Boston riders are saying, they're looking for middle of the diamond help, which means center field or middle infield. There's just like not a lot of guys available or like readily Brian Reynolds in the trade market. That's one of them. Yes. But like apparently the Pirates asking price is astronomical for him. So like he hasn't been traded, even though we say every year Brian Reynolds is going to be traded somewhere. It hasn't happened yet. So I would like to see that great for them. Uh, I just don't know where they're going to go. You know, they've missed out on these free agents. If they went and got Dansby, like I think I'd be happy for them right there. They they'd address something. Uh, but Via the trade market, I mean, yeah, I guess they have to wow us because right now I can't even really put like together anything logical for them besides a Brian Reynolds trade. Like, who else is there? Well, I think that's the fun thing is that there's the ones that we have no idea about. Occasionally, there's there's that deal where you go, what? Like, that happened? And so you have to start, I suppose, looking at some of these not great teams, right, that that are, are basically saying, hey, I'll see you in 2024 and beyond. But, you know, the A's have already kind of fired their shot with Sean Murphy. I don't know what the Reds either have or are interested in shopping around that would make make us go, wow. I mean, mm-hmm. the only thing I could imagine is them trading Jonathan India, which would make no sense whatsoever. But, like, so, so that's what you do. You kind of go through each mediocre to bad baseball team. So give me your answer then, because I'm, I'm out. No, I, I, I don't think so. And I think that Heim Bloom is – 
I, I can't imagine how Red Sox fans feel. I mean, just I, I can't. Like, you lose your shortstop and you, you're worried about the Devers deal. Like, I, to me, that's the next big thing that I'm curious about with the Red Sox. It's not what wow trade they're going to make because they're very, very actively pursuing the trade market. I want to see, are you going to get the Raphael Devers deal done? Because if you had Betts, Devers, and Bogarts all there three years ago, or four years ago, whatever, however you want to classify it. And if all of them leave or get traded, like, what are we doing? I mean, they're not like a patient bunch, these Red Sox fans, and they shouldn't be. They should not be patient. You should be demanding that your team go out and either keep your star players or go out and buy some star players, or in this instance, trade for some star players. Like, you need to be able to compete with the Yankees year in and year out. You need to be able to compete with some of the better teams in the AL. And right now your roster is just not there. It's not, it's not competitive enough. That's how many guys on the Red Sox this season are going to make more than $15 million. I have no idea. Is JD Martinez still there? I would take so him. No, he's not. He's not there. Okay. None. I don't know. Two. Sale and story. That's it. Oh, a friend about story. That makes that, that was stupid of me. That's it. Go to the rest of the big boys. Go see how many guys are making that much in Philly. Go see how many in both New York. Go see in San Diego. Little little tiny San Diego. They're kicking your ass. So if you want to wow me, start by uh, uh, re-upping Devers, extending him, and then if you want to go pull off one of your cute little trades, that's fine. But let's start acting. Let's put our big boy pants on. I've had about enough of this shit. (laughs) You know, and it's not like I sit here actively rooting for the Red Sox, but I like it when big, big teams act like big markets. It sounds like they hired a raised front office person to run their team. I know, but. Oh, they did. Now. okay, but this is the year where you start to change a little bit. Okay, I agree. You you made the point a few shows ago that, hey, Andrew Friedman right out of the gate. It took him a little time to kind of knock off the raised rust, if you will, and get used to what happens in Los Angeles. He said, oh, there's money here? Yeah. I mean, Heim Bloom, let's go. Let's go. We've given you time, Heim. Uh, There was a picture of Bryce Harper and his bride going out somewhere. So he's wearing this gorgeous, nazzy suit. And he is wearing his Tommy John recovery brace on the outside of the suit. Is that a fashion faux pas or a trendsetter? I love everything about this outfit, bro. I I feel like he probably went to this party and like he had to go, or he, maybe he maybe it was a fun party and he wanted to go. And he's like, dude, obviously I wear tight clothes. I got a great body. This thing ain't fitting, so he puts it on over. And he was probably doing some mm-hmm. rehab at the party. That's the kind of guy Bryce is. And I used to kind of be a little bit of a hater on Bryce and like the look because I felt like he was forcing it a little bit, you know, like. Oh. Ever since he came up and hit the, the triple at Dodger Stadium and took his own helmet off, I was like, man, like he's kind of forcing a little bit. But over the years, I've grown to love this guy. He's one of the best-looking dudes in baseball. He's got all the money in the world, so he gets to wear cool outfits like that. He looks great. I, I am, I'm all about this, man. Bryce Harper has won me over through and through. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's awesome. To me, it would be great if it was um... – if it was one of those parties where he comes in and there's somebody at the party who doesn't know him, it would be like, <laughs> there's nobody. Oh, what happened to you? What happened to you? Oh, it was a gardening accident. 
Mm. Terrible gardening accident. Ho went awry. Just I'm an arm wrestling tragic. champion and something happened. Yeah. Actually, you know, did he be little... did... Huh. Did he bedazzle that thing? Because I would like to see some gems on that. You're rich enough, right? Put some fucking gems on your sleeve, okay? Or at least get it get seasonal and throw some Christmas lights on that thing. You know, <laughs> you know, just plug something in you know, wirelessly. Or, I, don't I mean, know, everything's so got. good. He's so good. Yeah. Does he the only thing is, does he look thin in that photo? Oh my gosh. We're nitpicking now. He looks great. No, no, no. I'm not nitpicking because I want to know how he's doing it. You know what? I was going to tell you when you were reading that ad, there's a little bit of stolen valor that you have with like actual people that are overweight. You're trying to get the sympathy for people who are overweight. You got a great bod and you're always like, I I gain weight. I find weight. I don't lose it. It's like, come on, bro. But it's true though. I mean, I don't, all I can do because of my back surgery is walk every day. That's all I can do. I'm stuffing my face. We got people sending over sweets and stuff. Stop it. If you're a fan of uh, the Rose family and a fan of baseball today, stop sending us fatty foods. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Listen, uh, we are done for the day. We will be back next week, probably on Tuesday. uh, Two more shows before the holiday season. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We might occasionally be taking trips and stuff, but we we love you people too much to go anywhere. So uh, have an amazing, amazing weekend. Be safe out there for our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Roy. And the dentist visiting Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next week on Baseball Today.